Chris Hall McCollum. I'm sitting here with my dad, Dudley Hall, and you're joining us for another episode of Papa, I Have a Question. This is a series where we do where I just get to sit here and ask questions of my dad. Um, I realized that my whole life I've had him as um, such an amazing resource when I was studying something, reading the Bible, heard a sermon that I didn't completely understand or was just struggling uh, with the spiritual truth that I could go to one of the great Bible teachers um, and ask a question, say, Papa, I don't understand this, help me with this. Um, and as an educator, I know that if one person has a question, usually someone else has that same question. So we decided to let you join us in some of our conversations where I just ask him a question. So welcome, join us. Uh, Papa, I have a question. I'd like to know what it is. Okay, so today I actually want to be a little bit more personal. This isn't necessarily um, a theological question or something I don't understand. This is me wanting to just glean wisdom, um, wisdom from your years. So I know that you are a constant student. You are always studying. In fact, when we were staying with you a couple of months ago, one of my boys said, did you know that Papa has a Bible even in his bed? <laughs> I did know that, buddy. He has a Bible everywhere. And so you're a constant student. You're always learning. You're always expanding your um, understanding, your knowledge of God. Um, so what I want to know is, could you, um, if you could go back in time and tell yourself something, um, what, what would you tell yourself? Or, or maybe I should phrase it like this. Um, you have lived a full life of studying God and knowing Him. What would you tell us that aren't haven't lived quite as long um, mm. about God's sovereignty, about God's goodness, that would help us walk in that further? Uh, good question. I've, I've often wondered, or I wished I could go back in time. Yeah. You know, with this kind of with with the perspective that you get after. A right. lot of years. Right. Uh, you know, to put it simply and uh, in a summary deal, I would I would say to myself, Dudley, God is bigger mm. than you think. And he's better than you think. Mm. And this whole world doesn't rest on your shoulders. Mm but you have the privilege of being with him and and working with him. And if you'll, if you'll relax, I wouldn't want, I wouldn't want me to misinterpret that and say, be lazy. I don't, I don't yeah. mean that. Relax in the sense of, I don't have to control it. I don't have to understand it. I don't have to, I don't have to have my hand on it. Mm. Just to re relax and realize a lot of stuff was going on before I got here. <laughs> And a lot of stuff's going to be going on after I'm gone. Mm -hmm. And I get a little window to to play a part in this story. And I need to find out what that deal is. Mm -hmm. But I would say, what I would say to me and to many others, <clears throat> really try to believe mm -hmm. that God is in charge. I know the, the, the battle against that is like, well, if he's in charge and why are things... Not better, you know. Um, Why are there trouble, you know? If he's in charge, why don't he fix it all? And so then, therefore, I need to be in charge. So 
So there's always this thing among us humans of how much is human responsibility and how much is God right. responsibility. You yeah. know? And so the, the theist and the deist, you know, concluded that God was very involved in the creation and, and the ordering of things, but he's kind of... Hands off. Hands off. Y'all, y'all figured it out now. And, mm-hmm. and, and uh, that's not right. <laughs> and as we read the scriptures, we find out how, <laughs> uh, how shockingly sovereign he is. Mm-hmm. You know, just recently we were reading, reading the story of Jacob. And Jacob it takes up most of Genesis. It's a big story about Jacob. You know, yeah. he's a uh, son of Isaac in the line of Abraham. God had promised Abraham through his seed the the curse would be reversed and the world would be blessed instead of cursed. And that's a big promise. Mm-hmm. So then this narrative takes off. And then, so God committed to his purpose of using humans to get it done and whatever. So he, he, he's got his whole story. So Jacob is born second, but he wants first, he wants to be the firstborn blessing. Mm-hmm. So he cheats uh, Esau out of his, out of his birthright. And then, he and his mother get together yeah. and cheat him out of everything else. And and uh, then there's all this fighting between them. So we got family messes and we got cheating and lying. And and then, and then Jacob goes down and tries to get a wife that he, and his, her daddy cheats Conspiring him. Conspiring and cheating yeah, and lying. Lying and, and the whole deal. And then he and Esau got all this big family conflict and all this kind of stuff. It's like, how in the world can God get his stuff done with all these people who all they like to do is sin? (laughs) Blatantly. Blatantly. (laughs) And he does. Mm -hmm. He gets it all done. Mm -hmm. And on time, everything happens exactly like he purposes to do. And he's able to do that without violating our dignity. Mm-hmm. He never treats me as a robot. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I get to make the choices. It's just that he is so sovereign and so good that he takes all of the mess and weaves it into a beautiful story. And everything that's in the story is redeemed, you know, for his glory and our good. So. Mm-hmm. It's I mean, so you can't read the Bible without coming to the conclusion that God only has a mess to work with. Yeah. But you know, that really shouldn't surprise us, Karis, because God's nature is mercy. Mm. And mercy only shows up when you got a mess. When you need it. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't, if you don't have a mess, you don't need mercy. Yeah. If you got it all together, you don't need God. Mm. Just do it yourself. So... So he he's perfectly content to work with our messes and and get it all. So if I if I'd known that earlier, it's like, okay, I don't have to fix everybody. It's possible that God could use that person even though they're not perfect, yeah, or even though they're not doing exactly like I want them to do. It's like, it's just possible. I might I might ought to just let him do that. Yeah, that's good. I know this question is about you, but seeing as how I've been listening to you for 40-something years, um, I think I might be starting to get it. When you talk about seeing it work out in the Scripture, I've been hanging in uh, in Esther recently because I think when I've studied Esther in the past, it's been like, oh, God 
put Esther there and she had to do this. And she, you know, if she hadn't done it, then the Jews would have been annihilated and, mm-hmm. and kind of read that as a heavy handed, heavy handed God or whatever. This year, um, a verse was highlighted to me where Mordecai says to Esther, what he actually says is, if you do not go before the king, salvation will come yeah. from another place. Yeah. But maybe God, God's letting you partner here. Yeah. I love it. It was so good. It was like what, what you've been saying, you know, yeah. like, hey, yeah, God's going to do what God's going to do. Yeah. We cannot thwart the plans of God. But maybe you the get the privilege to partner with him here. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I read it completely differently uh, this time. And it was like such good news of like, and that gave her the confidence to go, yeah. okay, I'll play my part. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go do what maybe this is my maybe this is my part. Maybe this is my this is where I get to partner. Um and I, I think, you know, you said that whole idea of God's in charge, but we have to play our part. What is that? Is it a 50-50? Is it a no, it's a God salvation will come. Yeah. God's gonna do it. But you get to, not right. you have to. Yeah. You get to. And that's such good news. And if I mess up. Oh, when we mess up. Yeah, if in that situation, <laughs> okay, in okay. Esther's situation, she had messed up, God would have still woven it so that she could have, he would have redeemed that whole deal for her. Yeah. She would have still come out of there praising God. Yeah. And he would still get done what he, what he intended yeah. to do. Okay, if you had gone back in time, do you think you would have believed it? No. <laughs> I'm sure somebody told me. <laughs> All right, well, you keep telling us, and we'll try to believe it, okay? Okay. All right, thanks, Papa. And thank you for joining us this week for Papa, I Have a Question. Join us again next week. 